talking about our little little assembly here, and we were talking about the promise of Jesus to be with us when two or more of us gather together. I think that's really wonderful that that there's no crowd anywhere, any number, 30,000, 50,000, 10,000, 5,000, 1,000, 500, 300, 150, 150, 25, 20, 15, 10, 2 or more. He said, you come together in my name. Large crowd, little crowd, I'm coming. In the midst of you. I I love that. I'm I'm in the midst of you. He's here. He's here. We're going to worship Him. And He's here. He's not seated on the throne up there. Lo, I am with you always. He's here today. And I'm so glad He's here. Praise God. That we can worship a present Christ that is in the midst of us today. And that's, uh, that's what's so... He condescended to come down as a baby and become helpless in the hands of a woman and a man, blue-collar worker, a carpenter, and a a teenage girl. (laughs) The God of glory decided to condescend, to leave the throne in glory and come down into our fallen world. The first time He condescended was to do that. The next time He condescended was to be subject to His parents. After going in the temple and just having wisdom beyond anything, all of the scribes and the wise people uh, of, of Scripture, uh, and, and yet he goes home uh, at 12, he, and then he goes back and he's subject to his parents. He, wow, this is God in flesh, yeah. and yet he's subject to his parents. And, and there's no evidence of any... There's a lot of videos and stuff, but that's just speculation. But biblically speaking, he never worked one miracle at all from that 12-year-old until he was 12. And after he was 12, subject to his parents. If he's subject to his parents, he took out the trash. He's subject to his parents. Uh, he helped his dad in the carpenter shop. He helped build so-and-so's back porch. <laughs> back... So this is this this servant heart, this this God with us, uh, in the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, that's amazing to me. And then he walked in the temple at thirty years of age. He was subject to to the the fact that uh, you were not allowed to open the book uh, uh, and read from it in the temple until you were thirty. So at 30, he waited till he was 30. No miracles, nothing to indicate he was li- unlike any other young Jewish man uh, until he read from the book. From the book of Isaiah, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He's anointed me to, to set the captive free, set at liberty those that are bruised, and so on. This day, this Scripture is fulfilled in your ears. In other words, He introduced Himself as the Messiah, the long-awaited Jewish Messiah. Amen. Uh, and then the greatest condescension of all is that He let them take Him to the cross. Amen. He let them take Him to the cross. Sometimes He was a victim in a sense, but He let them, right. he let them take Him to the cross. Uh, Peter tried to defend Him. I pulled his sword, swung at a man's head that came to take him. 
<laughs> and, uh, and whacked off his ear. He wasn't aiming for his ear, by the way. He was aiming for his neck. But he just caught him like that. And Jesus said, put up your sword. If I don't need you to defend me. In other words, this is his destiny. It's what he's born to do. Uh, he's, he surrendered himself to go and be taken like that. said he could call the armies of heaven. In the Old Covenant, we find Jesus... In, he pre-existed coming in the in the manger. So in the Old Testament, there are there there some talk of Melchizedek being a, either a type of him and Old Testament manifestations of him. One thing's for sure: he's the Lord of Hosts, which is the commander in chief of all of heaven's armies. <laughs> and yet he let them nail him to the cross. Amen. He could have called the armies of heaven, but he didn't. He could have come down off the cross when they taunted him and said, if you're the Son of God, come down. If you're a great physician, you're a healer, heal yourself. He didn't do it. He stayed. Not because nails held him, but because love for us caused him to stay on that cross and suffer like that. I can't imagine what he was suffering. And he didn't do it with the consolation of the Father's grace and love and sense of presence. He did it. Well, he cried out, didn't he? Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Wow. Talk about condescending to, to do that. The King of glory. Who am I? Uh, every time I hear that song, my heart melts. Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? But not just an earthly king, but the king of glory, the God of glory. Who am I that God would take on flesh to take my place? That's how He, how intensely He loved us and how bad He wanted to save us. Oh my goodness. He deserves way more than we will ever be able to give Him in gratitude Amen. today. Amen. When I, when I get the poor old me, has anybody ever had that? It, it's going around. Amen. 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 It's really infectious today. Poor old me. Poor old me. Poor, there was a pop song some years ago. Poor, poor, pitiful me. Poor, poor, pitiful me. And and and, and uh, you know I think it's crept into a lot of Christian lives because of all the stuff going on and we feel like we're such a persecuted minority <laughs> and we are a persecuted minority today, Amen. But He that's with us and He that's within us is greater than He that's Amen. in the world, Amen. and we should continue to praise and worship Him with yes. everything we are and everything Amen. we have. Because He's worthy. So today I encourage you, and and I'm not going to say a whole lot. I'm going to say a few things, which is going to end up being a whole lot. But (laughs) I'm going to try to say a few things up front. And if you can find, turn your eyes upon Jesus. I I want to begin with that today. Scripture puts it, it, it almost runs past it. Lay aside every sin and wait that does so easily beset you. And run with patience. Patience in that sense is perseverance. That means keep on keeping on. 
It's not just take a number, sit down. It's not passive, it's active. Run with patience, perseverance, forgetting the things that are behind, reaching forth to the things that are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. Paul said, all those experiences he had, he, he, he had, he said, I'm not there yet. Amen. I've been apprehended to apprehend something and I'm after what he apprehended me to apprehend. Praise, Praise God. God. And that word press means to strain forward. I remember we went on a vacation. She went for a walk on the beach early in the morning and uh, I think a hurricane was out there somewhere and the winds were coming in off the ocean and it took her breath away and she was winded and trying to make it back and she was the wind was at her back going but the wind was coming this way when she's coming back and actually some people saw her straining and I went and squatted down by a dune she, she, she had to give up and yeah. And she, was it wasn't up. a bathroom thing. It was the wind, you understand. Yes. <laughs> Just a clar- clarification. <laughs> anyway, y'all, y'all probably don't get that. You probably well, don't understand that. They had to go outside. But anyway, someone had compassion coming back in a, in a vehicle and they let her, they brought her back Five to where she could come up to the hotel. <laughs> We're against contrary winds. The winds are blowing against us. The culture is is strong against Christians and Christianity and the Bible today. Uh, you're in the minority, but you're in a holy family of God. Amen. And uh, if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. And of course, we got a we got a culture that's that's anti-Christ in the spirit of it, and therefore anti-Christian. We've got family members, that your enemies shall be they people within our own family circle, our right. own household. Amen. You're going to have conflicts. It's going to be mother and daughter and son and father and, and in-laws and outlaws. We're going to have conflict within families. Mm-hmm. All of these things are taking place. Run with perseverance against the wind, pressing forward, pressing on. The only way to do it without getting the poor old me's and feeling sorry for yourself and losing that energy of the Spirit and that energy of your own uh, enthusiasm for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm 75. I'm supposed to get down in my rocking chair and write a book on all of my experiences for young ministers in case they want to know what to expect. Amen. (laughs) What a book it would be. It would be a pretty thick book. Uh, but it'll, it'll have something in it after all the, all the things and all the experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. God is faithful. Yes. Lay aside every sin and wait, not just sins. Some people just seeing how far they can go and, 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 you know, get by with it. Well, the Bible doesn't say anything against it. That's not the issue. That's, we're not just talking about sins. Every, every weight and the sin yeah. that does so easily beset you. Yeah. But it starts out with weights, just encumbrances, something in the way of God blessing us and God using us and God keeping us and God infusing His power and strength in us to, to have some sense of purpose, not just languishing down here until Jesus comes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We're supposed to be functional. We're supposed to be fruitful. 
for the kingdom of God. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you and run with, say it with me, perseverance. perseverance. Don't take a number and sit down. That's passive. This word in the Greek is active. It means to run with perseverance, to keep on keeping on. So a turtle and a, and a what is it, a tortoise in the hare? What is it, the rabbit got way out in front and sit down to rest or something, and while he did, the turtle just keep it on, passed him up and won. Tortoise in the hare. Well, what it said down at the bottom of the ca- the caption at the bottom said, "The race is not always to the swift, but he that keeps on running. They that endure, persevere. Same thing. Until the end, the same shall be saved. For we are made partakers of Christ if we keep the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Amen." Hallelujah. So that's what the, it's keeping the faith and keeping on, keeping on. If God's done with you, He'd have done took you home. If God was done with me, He'd have snatched me away before He snatches us all away in the rapture. What rapture means, by the way. To snatch away. Forcefully, to just snatch away. The world don't want you. They can't have you anymore. I'm going to take you home. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Run with patience. Perseverance. The race that is set before you. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. You want to be discouraged? Look to people. They will disappoint you. Amen. You said it one time very well when I was disappointed in some folks. And people are fickle. People are fickle. Did anybody ever have somebody say they love you? Fickle. Time will tell <laughs> just how how much and what kind and quality of love they have. Because there is a love that covers a multitude of sins and faults. But it's a deep, divine, agape love like God loved us. It's not the human emotion that I love you today and I I don't even like you tomorrow. <laughs> Say that. Amen. It's a deeper there, but there is a love, and it's the love of God, and it's shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit because it's not something we can produce. It's actually a fruit, which is a product of the Holy Spirit's work within us, and the greatest fruit of the Spirit, and the foundation for all the rest is this divine agape love. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It brings peace and joy and all the rest of the good stuff out of us and through us. So today the the issue is looking unto Jesus. And let me begin by saying that involves looking away from everything else. Paul said forgetting the things that are behind. Reaching forth to the things that are before. Forgetting. I've known people down through the years that never let... Never got past their past. Somebody hurt them in the past and they carried that throughout their entire life. And they could never get past their past, the bitterness of their past. My, my aunt was one of those people. 
She just never let a bad, terrible divorce situation go. In fact, she took it out on males. She didn't like men. Except men with money. (laughs) She dated a lot of men and they gave her a lot of jewelry and stuff. I mean, real diamond stuff, you know? And she would date them for a while and get everything she could. (laughs) She didn't want... Anyway, I mean, she had a little dog. We had some family get together. She's sitting there with her little dog, and he's sitting in her lap looking around, this little old dog, you know. And, and I looked over, and I said, Oh, that's a pretty little dog. And she said, He hates men. I thought, Really? Seriously? He hates men? Why does he hate men? You know, I, in other words, he's liable to bite you if you get close to him. And I looked over at him, and I said, You really? I mean, I asked the dog, do you really hate men? you hate men? Huh? And the dog started wagging his tail because I'm talking to it. And she's sitting there looking at him. Hey, don't, don't go to him. You know? <laughs> the little dog jumped out of the lap and come run over to me and let me pet him. And I'm petting that little dog and she's sitting there. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. We're not all like him. You know, there's there's a few good ones. I mean, look at him. He's a good one, and he's a good one, and he's a good one. Right? Okay, anyway. But she never let the past go. She never went forward. In her life, she carried that bitterness. And that's why Paul said, if you forgive anybody, we forgive them also. We don't even care what they did. We just automatically forgive them for what this situation is. And, and, lest, and lest there be a root of bitterness through unforgiveness not dealt with. Don't even let the sun go down <laughs> on your wrath. Your justifiable anger... Uh, don't let the sun go down on it. Deal with it. Because if you don't, it will become... It, it's like potting a plant. It starts growing roots down. It starts growing up. And it's called a root of bitterness come up and trouble you. It'll give you trouble. When I think of some of the things that's happened in almost 50 years of pastoring, some of the things that people have said and done, boy, when I, when I go back and, and replay some of those tapes in my mind... It, it, it starts bringing those yeah, feelings yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. back again. But thank the Lord I don't replay them. <laughs> I could, they're, they're there, but I got them locked away in the back room. And the devil says, go unlock them and, and, and get the poor old me. And I said, no, I'm not going to unlock anything. Praise God. God we've a, you mentioned about something we were doing. In some conversation you said you're building a legacy. You're building your legacy. I'm not going to be here forever. I hate to break it to you. I'm going to beat some of you to heaven. I mean, it's not getting up a load right now, I don't guess. But if it, <laughs> <laughs> You heard about little Johnny. It's only Johnny. Poor Johnny, he gets it in the neck, doesn't he? Hey man, I'm doing my preaching now, by the way. We're going to worship the king in just a moment. Little Johnny, little Johnny. He's always in trouble. Sunday school class, it's on heaven, heaven. How many of you at the end of the class see if they got it, want to go to heaven? Everybody raises their hand but little Johnny. Johnny, don't you want to go to heaven? Oh, yes, teacher. 
Well, why didn't you raise your hand? I thought you was getting up a load right now. <laughs> he said, I want to go to heaven, but not right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lay aside every weight. And all of us have things that you, you would not and probably could not define as actual sin. But it's in the way between us and all we could be and should be for the Lord. And it's up to you and I to assess that and decide if, if there's something that we can do without to give us more of what we really need. That's more of Him and more of His presence and His grace and His love coming into us and going through us to other people today. Unforgiveness is a, not only a weight, it's a sin. When you stand praying, forgive. Before God listens, through our cry. When you stand praying, it's particularly interesting. It's not just all the time. It is all the time, but it's not just general speaking. It's specific. When you come before me with a need and you're praying to me, you've got to forgive before you expect. can't just have faith get it without dealing with issues of the heart. That's one thing that's wrong with the hyper-faith movement. People go just wanting to build their faith to get what they want or even get what they need without dealing with the issues of the heart. If I regard iniquity in my heart, what did David say? If I know it's there and it's undealt with and I regard it in my heart, Thou, O Lord, will not hear me. That's serious. When you can't get a prayer through to the God who wants to help you and you're in need because you won't obey Him in the area of forgiveness. Pastor, you don't know what they did to me. I don't care what they did to you. God cares, but He says you can't justify. You You can't have my forgiveness and refuse to forgive anybody. Oh, you can. You can do anything you want to. I found out people are going to do what they want to regardless of what the Word says, what I say, what God says. People are going to do what you choose to do. Come on. But in every choice we make, yeah. there are consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. There are consequences. And most of the time, people try to not deal with issues of the heart and just go somewhere where they're building their faith. I'm going to take a promise. I'm going to stand on the Word. What about the issues of the heart? If I regard iniquity in my heart, yeah. Thou, O Lord, will not hear me. So create in me a clean heart, O God. <laughs> Let's start with the heart. And renew a what? A right spirit in me. It's the prayer He prayed after His sin with Bathsheba. I, I'm not sorry. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Creating me a clean heart. Wash me with hyssop and I'll be clean. Creating me a clean heart, O God, and renewing me a right spirit. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. There's such a thing as quenching, there's such a thing as grieving the Holy Spirit. In unforgiveness, we grieve the Holy Spirit. And when he's grieved, 
you're not going to you're not going to sense that presence. You're just not. You got to either God will help you let it go. He'll He'll do anything to help us to obey Him, yeah. except yeah. force our will. It's one thing you have in the image of God. God is a spirit, yeah. so it's not what we look like here yeah. in these physical bodies. One of the things that is in the image of God is sovereignty. You have a sovereign will that God will not force. He will appeal to it. I said before you two ways. Life and death, cursing, blessing. Choose life. Why will you die, O house of Israel? You can choose not to, but it's your choice. If I regard iniquity in my heart, thou, O Lord, will not hear me. Most people go to a, 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 a faith conference to build their faith, to believe God for what they want. And before you pray, whatever you ask in prayer, believing prayer is the avenue that you use faith in. Whatever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. But when you stand praying, if you have aught against anyone, forgive them. It's in the pattern prayer. It's not really the Lord's prayer. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. And He said, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Forgive us our trespasses as we forget, as contingent on, contingent on, for if you don't forgive men, the Father won't forgive you. That's sad, bad, bad place to be in. Whatever you're holding, it ain't worth it. Can you say amen? It ain't worth it. It is just flat. Oh, I, I wouldn't trade the joy of the Lord and the peace of God to hold some kind of bad attitude towards somebody. In fact, the Bible, you, you want something to challenge your faith today and your faithfulness? Love your enemies. Amen. <laughs> love your enemies do good to them that despitefully use you they're using you and yet you let them use you I don't mean just let people take advantage and you know that something don't do for somebody what they need to do for themselves you're going to hurt them if you do that not help them but I'm talking about just not getting in that place of being mean and ugly and vengeful for vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith God. It's not yours. It's God's. If you let it go, you you open the avenue, creating me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Hallelujah. And restore. Here it comes. The joy of the Lord back. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. When we see salvation in the Old Covenant, it's not what the blood of Jesus purchased and we know it's salvation in the New Covenant. In the Old Covenant, it was God coming through when that giant fell down. It was God coming through when David needed help and said, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. It was God answering prayer. God intervening. God showing up and God showing out in the life of His people and in the nation of Israel. Can you say amen? Restore unto me the joy of salvation. And how did this come? Answered prayer. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. They prayed, God showed up, and God showed out. 
And what's going to happen when people saw God at work in the lives of His people instead of just bumper stickers and lapel pins? What happened? Then, then, sinners will be converted unto you. And transgressors will learn your ways. Hallelujah. People are going to come to God when they see God working in your life. And God working through your life. Amen. Amen. But if you're in the same state of poor old me, poor, poor, pitiful me, you have nothing to offer this old fallen world. Because that's where they are. Yeah. And that's, oh man, it's getting dark out there. Anybody hear the message last week about the deepening darkness? You know what's good about the deepening darkness? You don't even have to try to shine. If you're a Christian today and you're following Jesus, you're shining. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the darkness has never put out a light. Amen. Darkness has darkness has never put out a light. Amen. The worst that darkness can do is enhance the light. The darker the night, the light. Oh, y'all are good today. I can see right now. Glory to God. The darker the night. Only if we shine. Let your light so shine. Amen. I I love Isaiah 60. Don't you love it? I've got to stop because it's time to worship. Isaiah 60. Darkness shall cover the earth. We're here. It's prophetic of that time, particularly of this time. Darkness shall cover the earth. Gross, deep, thick darkness shall cover the people. Amen. What do we do? Pull our head in. It's dark. It's too dark out there. The world is full of sin and sinners. Yes, it is. Where sin doth abound. Grace. Grace. Say it. Grace. Say it loud. Grace. Much more abound. I love that. Amen. That means the harvest is ripe. Harvest is ripe. They're really bad out there. It's a sick world out there. Don't pull our head in now. <laughs> he needs us to, to be about our Father's business. Yeah. Raise your eyes. Look on the fields. Yeah. They're white unto harvest. They don't have what we have. They can't buy what we've got. Amen. They can't drink enough. They can't shoot up enough drugs. They can't have enough illicit affairs. Nothing in this world can satisfy the longing of a sin-sick soul except the living water of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. The darker the night, Our porch light probably on right now. You know, because the bulb is not that expensive, we don't always turn it off. Nobody cares that our porch light is on. The sun is shining brightly. Around 8 o'clock tonight, the sun will be setting. And it's noticeable. Porch light's on. Can't miss it. But at midnight tonight, the darker it is, the more illumination from that one bulb. The darkness has never put out the light. The devil is the prince of darkness. Jesus is the king of glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. 
I don't, I don't know. I, I, I know everybody don't feel what I feel, but I feel. I feel the presence of God. I feel, I feel like shouting Jesus from the housetops to a, to a little, little Evie Turnquist, four foot eleven. I, I appreciated her back in the eighties. She was a gospel artist from the Netherlands or somewhere. Evie Turnquist, little. They called her little Evie Turnquist, four foot eleven. She said, "I'm four foot eleven, but I'm going to heaven." And I feel like I'm ten foot tall. Praise God. And she talks about Jesus in her songs. Uh, Jesus was the theme of her songs and her life. Praise God. Amen. So today, turn your eyes. Fix your gaze upon Jesus. Not just for faith, but Jesus is the author of He's the finisher. It starts at the cross. It's all about the cross. And it ends up at the cross. He's the Alpha and Omega. He said he was alive, he said. And he was dead, but behold, I'm alive forevermore. It's come full circle. Looking unto Jesus. And it's not just looking to Him for your need. It's looking to Him for your inspiration to persevere. That's the greatest need of all. Don't give up on God and don't give up on yourself. God hasn't given up on you. Amen. There's hope for you today. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit didn't just give you the ability to say, Come tie my bow tie. He gave you the ability to love like Jesus loved. Yeah. Praise God. He gave you the ability to forgive like He forgave. Power to forgive. Power to love. Not just power to say, come time my book time. Over and over. To be part of some spiritual elite-ism. But it's power to follow Christ. Power to live a victorious life. Power to forgive. If you've got the will to, you've got the power to. Because that's what He came in you. You receive power to do what? Go out and work miracles? That power is in Him. It's all in Him, the Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. But you shall be witnesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, the power to do is secondary to power to be. To be what? Witnesses unto Him. How do we bear witness unto Him? Be ye followers of God as dear children and walk even. Walk in love oh. even as He walked. Amen. Can you say Amen. Amen power to be. You'll be witnesses unto me. Wherever you go, there's going to be a representation of the character of Christ through your life. That's why they were called at Antioch. They didn't take the label. They were labeled. Those people over there, that group over there, they are Christians. Christ-like people. Amen. Amen. They love like Him. They laugh like Him. They love each other like Him. Praise God that they're becoming more and more like Him. Pentecostal circles, power to do was the ultimate. Power to lay hands on the sick. Power to prophesy. Power to interpret this and do that. That's charismata. That's the gifts of the Spirit. But the primary work of the Spirit is to make us more like Jesus. Can you say, man? Hallelujah.
Glory to God. Well, that's a good message. I could receive an offering right now and say we've had church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We haven't even prayed over the thing. What if you had prayed? Lord have mercy. We're going to pray before we worship. I'm just warming up here. Hallelujah. Let's finish it up. He's going to pray and play something. We're going to worship God. We're going to turn our eyes upon Jesus. In the wee hours this morning, God just dropped that into my heart. Hallelujah. Turn your eyes upon yes, me. Father. And look, just look to Him for our need. That's secondary. Let's put it in context. Lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset you. The devil has it too easy when we don't deal with things in our lives and in our hearts. We make his job easy for him. We put out the welcome mat. On the other side of the welcome mat, we need an unwelcome mat. We need to flip it over and say, no, you're not going to keep me in this prison of fear, this prison of doubt, this prison of guilt, this prison of shame, creating me a clean heart. Amen. And renewing me a right spirit. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And, and restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And when that happens in me, I'll become a witness without even trying. When people see the joy of God in me, yeah. the peace of God in me, the love of God in me, Amen. I don't have to argue with them. They don't have what I have and they can't buy what I've got. Amen. But I can tell them where to get it. Glory be to God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Is my strength. And that's that restored fellowship relationship with God. It's not just something that comes down in the New Testament. The context of that is in Ezra. Ezra reading in the book of Nehemiah in the Old Covenant. He stands at a pulpit of wood. They've come back out of Babylon. Their cities have been burned. God is restoring their cities and restoring a relationship with His people, His covenant people. He reads from the book of the law. They see how far they have drifted from obeying Him. And they get the poor old bees and the blues. And you know what he tells? They're repentant. They're broken. And they want to be right with God. And that's all God wanted. He didn't want to live under guilt the rest of their life. He wanted to relieve them of that. God. And I love, I got a t-shirt. You, you got me a t-shirt. It's on the t-shirt. You know what he told them? He said, raise your heads. Come on. This is all God wanted your repentance. Now He wants you to go and rebuild. Go and eat the fat. Yeah. And drink the sweet. For the joy of the Lord. Am I the only one here today? Come on, folks. The joy of the Lord is our strength. How are we going to endure all of this without the joy of Jesus? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, finish it, who suffered such a great contradiction of sinners against himself. Where did that occur? On the cross, when they cried, crucify Him and put Him on that cross. Listen, lest you be weary and faint in your own mind. If you've got the poor old me's, you're thinking about me today. What hurt you? What bothers you? What made you angry? What broke your heart? 
But when you look away from you to Him, yeah. dying for you on the cross, there's no room for the poor old me. Yeah. There's no room for poor old me. Poor, poor, pitiful me is a sad, bad representation yeah. of what God can do in your life. So don't even testify till you deal with the poor old me. Because you have no testimony but bitterness, sadness, no joy, no peace. Have you ever heard somebody say it's about to he's they're about to worry me to death? If you keep worrying, it will affect you not only spiritually, it will affect you emotionally, it'll affect you mentally. Amen. Your body will begin to react to that Amen. after a while. Amen. Worry in the Latin, you know what it means? It's when a wolf, because it's fear-based, a wolf doesn't a wolf doesn't just bite an artery to open it in the neck. He strangles to death his victim. He strangles the sheep. And that's the Latin word for worry. If you're worrying, I had a near, well, I had nervous exhaustion from worry. What, what, what could I have done? Cast your burden. I saw an evangelist do it this way. He wanted a piece of paper and said, cast your burden on the Lord and just threw it away. It's more complicated than that. It's always more complicated. It's not simple. But it takes a toll on you. Your countenance loses its glow. Your testimony loses its impact because you're just as down in the dumps as anybody in the world that's without God and without hope. So I saw, and he actually he would, he's on the board of evangelism and he preached at the Notre Assassin. and I listened to his message, an old friend of ours. He wrote up a piece of paper and he just threw it over on the Lord. Just cast your burden. Cast like that. Mm-hmm. You know what the word cast means in the Hebrew? To roll it over on another. Roll it over on another. You can't just throw it to Jesus. Take it, Jesus. No. No, you've got to give it to Him. And you've got to be walking with Him to give it to Him. And if we're so far from Him that we can't trust Him with it, we have drifted away from Him. And that's why fear has got a grip on us. And like the wolf strangling the sheep and then devouring it. In the Latin, very good representation of worry based on fear. It's grabbing by the throat and strangling the life out. And I see Christians all over the place with their spiritual life being strangled out of them and their strength waning. I can't bear it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. And if we don't roll it over on Him, we're going to carry it. And it's after a while, you'll watch this. I'm carrying it. I'm carrying it. 
And I'm telling the gainsaying world, you don't need that alcohol. You don't need those drugs. They're only crutches. What you need is what Jesus can do for you. No, they're not listening. They're not listening until they see something in us that they don't already have. And they've already got that. They've got a bushel load of it. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Sinners are going to be converted. Transgressors are going to want to know your ways because they're going to see the blessing of walking in your ways. Take your health. Take your vibrancy. You won't be able to persevere under pressure. Amen. You'll be sidelined and out of the race. Satan's counting on it. God is calling somebody in this room today. I know He's talking to me. Amen. You're having to endure me right now. But I pray God will speak to you. God would love to have somebody in here pray that David prayer, creating me a clean heart. And be willing to let Him take. And that burden you're carrying, that worry, you've got to give it to Him. I would have, I would have, I would have been sidelined and put out of ministry when my son was in the hospital bleeding and left the hospital bleeding. I fell to my knees because I couldn't stand up, but I rolled it over onto Jesus, and He took it. I mean, has ever sang the song or heard the song? Leave it there. Yeah. Leave it there. Mm -hmm. Take your burden to the Lord and. And what? You came in with it? Please don't go home with it. This is a place to lay it down. Can you say that? Have you ever heard this song? What a friend. See, closeness, fellowship. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to Him in prayer. Oh, the peace we often forfeit. Oh, the needless pain we bear. All because we don't have enough faith and trust to give it and give Him and give her and give them to Him. Can you say amen? But what happens when we roll it over on Him? You don't just cast it like that. You're close to Him. You've asked for that clean heart so the two of you can walk together. And you roll it over on Him. And I'm going to tell you, His shoulders are broad. He can carry it and carry you. Glory be to God. Brother Venable, why are you talking like that? I didn't come here to be put under conviction. I just came here to be told everything's going to be alright. Until you deal with what's in your heart, it can't be alright. Until you give it to God like that. You're going to take it out of here. You're going to go out in society Monday with that heavy burden. And you're going to want to tell people about Jesus, but they don't see anything different between you and them. I'm upset, they're upset. 
I'm down in the dumps, they're down in the dumps. I'm frustrated, they're frustrated. I'm agitated, they're agitated. I feel like I could just lay down and die. And so do they. So now, I'm going to tell them about Him? I can't tell them about Him. If I'm just like them, can you say amen? Amen. But if I've got the joy of Jesus, I can tell them about Him. Because they can't get it. They can't buy it. Sick. Sin-sick world. Ready for the harvest. We're the laborers. Pray the Lord of the harvest. He would send laborers into the field. No one can pray that prayer without reporting for duty. You can't pray God send laborers and not report. Here am I, Lord. Send me. Apostles, we've got all kinds of connotations. The, the basic, fundamental meaning of apostle. And I know there was 12 and he appeared to them personally. That was a special situation. But it means sent ones. Sent ones. Yeah. Ones who Christ called and sent. Go ye into all the world yeah. and preach the gospel to every creature. Right. That's not just for missionaries. That's for the person in publics. That's a person in the cleaners. That's a person in the convenience store. That's the people we interact with on the job. That's our world. Can you say, man? Go into that world and lift up Jesus. And I don't mean just talk the talk. What are we supposed to do instead of just talking the talk? What? Walk the walk? You mean we can't just talk the talk and tell people what sinners they are and how they need Jesus? We've got to show them something? Amen. Demonstrate something? Bible said the heavens are His handiwork. Yeah. Everything you see up there, He created. Handiwork means the work of one's own hands. Amen. God stretched it out as a scroll. And you know what we are? Christians, how many Christians do we have in here? You've come to know Christ as your Savior. Not asking how far you're down the road, but did you ever get on the road? Amen? (laughs) Christians. You know what we are? We are His workmanship. The God that did all of that wants to do something in and through us. And if He can do all of that, there's hope for you and me. Yeah. As crazy as we are. Mm-hmm. As crazy as I am, okay? You don't have to amen that. As weak as we are. As weak as I am, you don't have to amen, amen. that. Amen, brother. Amen. As stubborn as we sometimes are. You don't have to amen that. I had somebody the other day tell me they were stubborn. And I thought, well, what are you going to do about it? Wink, wink. Anyway, moving right along. What are you going to do about that? Not head, hard head. What are you going to do about that? You going to stay stubborn because you're too stubborn not to be stubborn? You going to bow up on God? You know what the Bible is? You got the Holy Spirit. You say, "Come tie my bow tie." You got more than that. You got power, power, power from on high. Glory to God. The Bible said we are His workmanship created into, unto good works, 
And it is God that did all of that that worketh in you and worketh in me. And the things that are impossible with men, forgiveness and, and getting rid of the bitterness and all these things that we can't do, the leopard can't change his spots. Can God do it? He can do it every day. Amen. Amen. Can't make a soup purse out of a sow's ear. Give that sow's ear to God and watch him. Can you say amen? Make you a Prada purse. Glory be to God. <laughs> Devil wears Prada. Let's change the brand. I wish somebody had the joy of God. <laughs> Boy, did we ever need to look to Jesus? Did we ever did we ever hit the nail on the head this morning? Amen. Amen. Looking unto Jesus where? On the cross. Lest dying for us, lest we focus on ourselves, our our hurt, our pain, our pressure, our problem. When you see him dying for you. And you look up from the foot of the cross and you realize it should be me on that cross and not Him. Amen. You can't keep looking at poor, poor, pitiful me. You see how blessed I am to have a sovereign and a Savior. Who am I that the King of glory would die for? Who am I that He would say, not my will thine for? The answer, I may never know why He ever loved me so that to an old rugged cross He would go. For who am I? Well, I'm going to tell you who you are. You're someone that He decided that He loved you enough to make that kind of sacrifice for Thank God for Jesus. Brother, would you pray a prayer and play us a tune? Get us ready to look to Jesus today. Father, we thank you for your great love and mercy, Lord. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me, Lord. Lord, stir us up to praise, to honor and magnify your name. Thank you for your word that have gone forth this day. Help us to receive your word and to obey it, to be strong in thee. And in the power of your mind, meet the needs of your people, Lord. Comfort our hearts, strengthen our minds, Lord. Help us to walk by faith and not by sight. Shall I key and stir us up, Lord God? Yes, Father. To be witnesses for you, Lord. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for your joy and your peace. Thank you for your love. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ and for the glory of God. Yes, Heavenly Father. So granted today. We're needy people, Lord. You're here to meet our needs. Lift him up, Brother Taylor. Just lift him up.